do you want me to start? <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, Rocky got in touch with me. We've, we've, um, I play or had played with a band, Brewers Row, um, and we have played a few times with the Borstow Boys. And Rocky reached out and asked if I'd be interested in doing this. Um, and I'm a North Sider. I've been in the North Side of Pittsburgh for um, 17 years now. Um, and, and the venues, the music venues are our neighbors. And um, I've spent a lot of time in each. So, it, you know, of course, even without having my band to hide behind, I, I, of course, I would do it. Yeah. All right. Um, I was actually asked by Anthony Lamond. Is that how his last name is pronounced? Um, I, I hope. Lamondi. I'm so sorry. I, I knew I was going to do it. Anthony Lamondi. Um, and he he asked me to be a part of the singer songwriter night, and it has um, and that was a, a benefit for our local venues, and um. That was definitely uh, incentive enough for me to join in um, because we definitely need to help them out as much as we can um, right now. Um, so that was definitely um, a very, very big reason for me, um, number one reason for me. And uh, it's also been a very, very long time since I have performed. So I was like, I will snatch that up any opportunity I can get, I was like, I will, I will, would be so glad, glad to, to come in, in sing uh, with you guys. I'm so excited to be around live music. I'm so excited to, to sing some originals and just really support each other. So that was it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I heard about it through uh, Bob McCutcheon and, and through Rocky. And uh, I know that uh, they've been working really hard on uh, the season one uh, production, uh, you know, just trying to support some of these venues that are struggling so hard with uh, the pandemic. And uh, uh, when uh, I heard they were having a singer songwriter night, it was just kind of a, it was kind of a no brainer. So. I, I did, I did play with, with, um, Richard Utah Burgess for a while. Yeah, we we were working together. He and um, my father and I, and um, yeah, to pass the time, we we would do whatever we could on the you know vocals, guitar. We play play out and play together. Yeah, Sorry, I think that at that time we called our we called ourselves One Gig Big. Yes. I think I think you might have been in my living room. Oh. <laughs> well, that's cool. <laughs> um I definitely have one gig big music in my archives from the Pennsylvania Rock show. I I, oh, I think boy. I think you played here. I'm almost positive. Okay. All right. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> um all right, so now that we got the the easy part out of the way, 
I'm going to throw some questions at you that I usually ask on the Pennsylvania Rock Show, and they are not your normal type of questions. Um, so I, I think we'll start with Bradley, and then we'll go Aubrey and Leah this time. Um, if, and this isn't a big stretch, let's, let's say that there is an apocalyptic event that happens and it wipes out like 95% of the human population and it takes out all but one song for every musician, which one of your one songs should survive and help that 5% repopulate the earth? And read into that however you would like. <laughs> so the premise of your question is that one of my songs will contribute to the repopulation of the earth. Correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, if, it, if it's an original, uh, it's probably going to be uh, poor blind and slightly out of tune. <laughs> and... Uh, just uh, and which started out as kind of a, a comedic song. Um, it was meant to be more fun than anything else. But I suppose if I had to pick one original, uh, I guess that would be it. Okay, Aubrey, how about you? All right. Um, I guess if I had to pick one of my originals, um, I have uh, four or five out there right now. So like, not a giant collection. So that's good for me. I can narrow it down very easy. Um, I think that I would probably choose the first song that I, um, ever wrote and published called Memory. Um, so I would be kind of contributing to, like, um, I guess memory of, like, like heartbreak, um, and, and sadness and stuff. Cause the song is about actually, um, like, um, losing my first love, not like, um, losing, losing, but like being broken up with basically. Um, but the song is definitely more dramatic than that. Um, <laughs> it felt a little bit more dramatic, um, especially because I was 16. So I think that that would be a good song to choose since it is so emotional. Um, it's a little bit on the sad side, but I think that's the song I'd choose. Okay. Leah. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. I um thinking about my original so I, I play with a band called brewers row um and my brother nicholas homan is really the front man i feel like his songs are probably more geared toward this scenario mine are a little um more sad and nostalgic um but a brewers row original maybe would be underdog um the, the name Seems appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. a, a, any specific reason other than you just want to throw your brother under the under the, the bus? I, well, no, I just I think um, you know it's it's uh, about the the trials of an underdog, and I guess if we're coming back from something. Um, that might as be might as well be the one. So Rocky was messaging me and saying he couldn't hear me. He could hear all of you. And now he's not answering me to let me know if he can hear me. <laughs> so give me one second. I want to verify that I can be heard. Um, so give me one second. 
Okay, I can be heard. <laughs> now he said it's fixed. <laughs> Alright. Next next off the wall question. If you could go back in time to any point in history and um follow around any musician just to take in their history and to learn from it, who would you want to follow around? And let's start with Aubrey this time. This is hard. Um, okay, so I probably um, take it back to the 50s, 60s era, I'm pretty sure. Um, a lot of what I sing and a lot of um, what I uh, write has um, influenced by Motown. Uh, so I'd probably pick Etta James um, to follow around, find out her history, um, and really see what it was like for her um, as a black woman during those times um, and just learn about her writing process and um, what what feelings really just go into songs like I'd rather go blind and um, yeah, that's, that's probably who I'd choose. Cool. Um, Leah. Um, ooh, okay. Well, I'm kind of with Aubrey on this one. I, I feel like Motown, the Supremes, or even Lucius today, um, some group uh, who they were big on vocals and harmony and that I could learn a little bit in, in the movement side, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, my daughter's trying to talk to me while the mic is on. If it could go wrong today, it has so far. Um, <laughs> um, Bradley. Same question? Yep. Um, it would be a coin flip between uh, Johnny Cash and uh, Jim Croce. Probably Jim Croce. Why, why him specifically? Because um, he was able to take kind of his, his life experiences and, and create them, put them into song. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I started out uh, life as kind of a, a short story writer. And so I've always uh, admired people who can take their own experiences and, and, and turn them into, you know, talking stories. Uh, in song format. So yeah, it definitely, yeah, it would definitely be Jim Croce. Um, anybody want to volunteer for this next question? Cause it's going to be much worse. Um, <laughs> no volunteers. No. <laughs> nope. Pick one. <laughs> um, I don't think Leah's going first yet. Right. Nope. <laughs> All right, it's not. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> so th this is a, a recent question that I came up with. Um, I was watching a documentary on Robert Johnson and the blues guitarist. And my question is, if you walked into the crossroads and you're waiting for the devil to arrive so that you could sell your soul for something, 
why would you be waiting for him? What are you going to sell your soul to the devil for? And Aubrey's <laughs> facial expression is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a hard one. <laughs> I don't know. What am I going to sell my soul? Um, my gosh I don't know killer dance moves <laughs> I don't know I have to think about it can I pass can I pass it on <laughs> um, do you have an answer Aubrey yeah I think so um it's Okay, I don't want to like make it too deep, but like just thinking about it, I think I'm making it too deep. But um, <laughs> I don't think I would sell my soul for like fortune or fame or like to be like as like famous as Ariana or like as like rich as as um, Bill Gates or something like that. I think that I would probably sell my soul to be as um, kind. And I know this sounds so stupid. I'm so sorry. Um, as kind and as good of a person as I can be, because I think, um, in the end, like that will take you farther than anything. I know that sounds so cheesy, but, um, uh, some, I generally think so. The, the majorities, majority of the answers that I've gotten in a few times I've asked this, have actually gone in that direction. Really? Yep. <laughs> that um, makes me happy. That, or, um, they would want more time with loved ones. Um, yes. one person told me that he absolutely would not sell his soul. <laughs> so I've gotten interesting <laughs> questions or answers to that one so far. Bradley, you want to take a shot at it? Well, uh, unfortunately I disappoint you. My, my soul's already been given to Christ back in <laughs> 1997. So I, don't have I, anything to say. I like that answer too. <laughs> I am. Um, for the record, I, I teach at a Catholic school, so I don't know how that question will go over, but. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> it's theoretical. Correct. <laughs> Leah, did you come up with something or are we just going to pass oh on it? Oh my gosh. We can pass um, on it. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I would have a really hard time selling my soul. <laughs> I'm doing all right, I think, without it, right? Without selling, without selling it, right? <laughs> right. Not without my soul, without selling. Yeah, that's that's a hard question for me. All right, well, let's let's stick with the um, documentaries. Um, if you could play any musician in a documentary, who would you want to play? See, Aubrey, this is my way of finding out your influences. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Smart. Yes. Hmm. I know. Good. Okay. Um, there's already a documentary about her. It's literally called Amy, but she is one of my very, very big influences in um I used to listen to her, um, the Back to Black album while we cleaned the house. I could probably sing that, um, that whole record from, from top to bottom in order. Um, and I think that her life is, uh, very tragic and interesting. Um, and 
she was just so talented in such a special way. Um, it would be in honor. <laughs> Leah, do you have one? I'm reading facial expressions. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I could think of a few. I Maybe Emmylou Harris or Lucinda Williams. Um, Bonnie Raitt. Any of those. Maybe in that order. <laughs> Bradley? I think I would have to go, uh, I would have to go with John Prime. Um, if this is not my question, this is, um, there's a band called the shadow event and their lead singer's name is Christina Santa Vica. And, um, she came up with this question and I always lead with that because then you can blame her. (laughs) (laughs) The question is if they were going to put you in a cartoon series that currently exists, which cartoon would you be in? (laughs) <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, um, I think I'd be in SpongeBob. <laughs> hey, why SpongeBob? Because I love SpongeBob and I would love to be SpongeBob's friend. So I'd be like Sandy. I'd have like a little suit too. I, think I live you, in a dome. I feel like you've thought about this. <laughs> maybe, maybe I have. Um, maybe I have. Uh, my boyfriend likes to say I would be SpongeBob if I was a cartoon character. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Leah? Um, what comes to mind is um, uh, something that my kids have been watching regularly called Kipo, Kipo in the Age of Wonder Beast, I think. Is, is anybody familiar? Hey, there's Mark. Hey. I didn't see him there earlier. Sorry about that, Mark. <laughs> um, and and so, we lo- lost Bradley. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Mark, can you hear us? We can't hear you. That's because I was muted. There How's you that? go. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I don't want to be here at the expense of Bradley. Now, that's not what happened. Give me one second. I'll get Bradley okay. back on. He lost his connection. And I, there we go. And there now, we go. I, now I need to adjust my screen a little bit. So give me just a moment. And then it disappeared. There he is. <laughs> there you are. All right. So Bradley, Mark just joined us. He was there. I, I didn't realize it. <laughs> I was there the whole time. <laughs> So should we go back and let Mark answer those other questions? Oh, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> Make him answer them all. He said, I'm good. He one. said, that's okay. Um, let, let's do one 
that that helps to get to know each of you. Um, not quite on the level that we've been doing. Um, and we'll start with Mark. Uh, Mark, how did you get started with music? Like, at what point did you know that this oh. is what you wanted to do? Oh, th- those are two different questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got started with music uh, w- with my dad. Uh, uh, he was um, well when he, he he sang in the sang in the choir in church, but um, more than that, he was a he was a barber shopper. He he sang barber shop music um, his whole life. Uh, sang in a chorus, sang in quartets, and then directed the chorus in the North Hills here for, for years. So I, I had, um, by the time I was in high school or so, I, I had barbershop music up to here. I, um, however, in, in the long run, it, it, it served me very well. It gave me a, a real appreciation for, for harmony and um, and that's a that's a big part of what we did in in Brewers Row, and it's a, a big part of the music that I share with my with my children. Um, Bradley, you want to tackle that one? Uh, I got I, I my entire family was musical. My dad uh, uh, was a pretty accomplished uh, pianist. Uh, my mom was a singer. Um, I uh, I was been around musicians my whole life. Uh, I started uh, I started into music when I was 19. I bought my first guitar uh, in a little rural uh, music store in West Virginia, and uh, I I started because I I was given a couple of albums. I was given a uh, of all things a, a Pete Seeger album and a couple of Bob Dylan albums, uh, the, the Free Wheel and Bob Dylan. And another side of Bob Dylan. And I was given um, Jim Croce, I Got a Name. And I don't know, there was something about those particular albums that just kind of grabbed me and, and drew me towards uh, uh, folk music and, and bluegrass and guitar playing and, uh, and eventually songwriting. Um, Aubrey. All right. Um, so my whole life, my dad has been in bands and, and all that. So I definitely been, um, surrounded by music since I was very young. Um, me and my sister would like write little songs with him and stuff. And I've always, um, just loved to sing and haven't really known why. I just always, you know, loved it. Um, in the sixth grade, I got my first, uh, solo and chorus and I was so stoked. And I was like, I want to have this feeling ever. So um, after that, uh, I did charities, um, local charities like Jamie's Dream Team. Uh, when I got a little bit older, I started singing at the Keynote Cafe, which is a very, very important uh, place um, that's uh, unfortunately closed now. But it's a very, very important place um, to my growth and a lot of local young local musicians' growth. Um and yes, I uh, listened to Adele. I listened to Christina Aguilera. I listened to Amy Winehouse, and um, I listened to Motown. I listened to Aretha. I, I listened to uh, Sam Cooke. 
um, Otis Redding and it just mixed all together and here I am. <laughs> How about you, Leah? Yeah, I think similarly, I, I was surrounded by it growing up. My dad, obviously, um, who had been influenced by his dad, um, was a big influence on, on me and my siblings and um, enough so that one of those siblings and I got together with him to form a band later on. I took classical piano when I was a kid and, and through until college. And um, yeah, it was just always um, a, a relief. It was, um, you know, whether I was listening to it or playing it, it, it felt like a part of, of me. Um, sticking with, with the non PA rock show questions for a little bit more. <laughs> um, who would you say has supported you the most as a musician? I feel like Leah and, and Mark are probably gonna have similar answers here. <laughs> um, I could be wrong, but, <laughs> um, Leah, we'll let you answer first so that he has to say the obviously stuff. <laughs> you better say mom. Because <laughs> she's in the next room. <laughs> yeah, because she's come to all our shows. <laughs> I mean, there's there's support that comes in different ways. Um, my family, my husband, to make sure that um, all the technology stuff is okay for me, like <laughs> tonight, and who you know watches these kids while I'm playing gigs, um, supports me in that way. My my brother and my father and my sister and my other brother and my mother, um, you know, they always cheered cheered me on. Um, you know, even when. Uh, even when it, it felt like it wasn't going so well, there was, you know, my father has, has always seemed like a huge fan. And so it felt real. And um, I was never lacking in support. Mark? <laughs> well, I, um, it, that, that was always easy. I mean, it was easy to uh support uh Leah and her brother and her brothers and her sister um just because it it was uh, because I got to do th through them I got to do stuff that I always wanted to do I mean I I I've lived vicariously through my children for <laughs> for all their lives and they're just um they're they're better at doing the things that i wanted to be good at uh leah is, just sings like a bird and and has so much heart and and nicholas is is fearless he would he, you know he's the only one of us who i mean he he's the one who got up on stage uh, 
all by himself uh, and and did this stuff. We're not we're not naturally inclined, I think, to to do that sort of thing. And 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 the other kids too. So they they did stuff, and I very much rode their their coattails. So, uh, what can I say? I'm gonna I'm gonna use that coattail thing in a moment as a segue. Um, sure. Aubrey. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I um definitely had my parents' support for a very long time. Um. They were. Um, they are, um, my number one supporters and, um, they, they helped me with a lot, uh, when it came to social media, to getting my music out there to, um, my dad, uh, performed on stage with me for a very long time. Um, and it was, it was a great time and I, I'm very, I was very lucky. I am very lucky to have that. Um, and yeah, so I had that and. And then I feel like over the years, like I have like adopted family too. You know how that goes. Like you have the regulars at the shows where you're like, oh, hey, Barb, Bill, Alan, like all those people. Like, like how are you guys doing? How's your family? Like, I love you guys so much. Um, uh, that type of thing, uh, I'm really lucky to have as well. Um, my boyfriend, uh, his family, um, it, I'm very blessed with um with lots of support. Bradley? Oh, for me, uh, without a doubt, it, it's Bob McCutcheon. Um, he kind of uh, dusted an old songwriter off and uh, put him back up on the shelf. And uh, yeah, I, it's definitely Bob McCutcheon. Um, I was close to uh, kind of throwing in the towel a couple of years ago uh, and uh, I was getting ready to hand over my, basically all my, all my uh, original music to a publisher and just kind of, you know, give it up. <laughs> and uh, he kind of stepped in and uh, uh, revived me. So he's the reason I'm here and he's the reason I'm doing what I'm doing. So yeah, he's, he's, he's my Clyde Davis. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar with Bob, Bob is the owner of the Vault Recording Studio and um, record label and um, the Ryan McCutcheon Rhythm 19 Fund is in honor of his son. Um, he donated the use of the studio for the, tw the SOS 2020, PG or 2020 song that kicked all of this off. Um, so he's, he's pretty big in the local scene. But just in case, go to go to his website, thefaultrecording.com, and learn more about everybody that's there, um, including Rocky Anthony Lamondi, who works there as I believe a producer. Correct? Right. Yeah. Um. So I, I mentioned I was going to use that word coattail as a segue. So another question that I ask a lot, um, and it's become kind of like a running joke, is that. The question, I'm going to tell you the question, then I'm going to explain it, and I'll let you answer. It, the question is, who's your Dave Grohl? And the reason Coattail is the perfect segue is Dave Grohl's drummer, Taylor Hawkins, has his own band that's called Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. I'm assuming he's saying he's riding Dave's Coattail. But the, the question, who is your Dave Grohl, 
um, the Foo Fighters are known for bringing people up on stage that are out in the crowd holding up the sign saying they want to come up and, and perform a song with them. So my question really is, if you were at a show, who would you want to go up on stage with and perform with? <laughs> Arby, your facial expressions are great. I didn't used to do video, and I love doing it now because <laughs> I can see the reactions. <laughs> Um, Bradley, you want to start this one? You know, it, a year ago, I would have said John Prine. Um, but he, you know, we've lost him, you know, in the last year. So, you can still uh, say, you can still say John Prine. I agree. <laughs> John Prine. Um, how about you, Mark? Uh, um, uh, Along the, the same lines, so, uh, Glenn Glenn Pavone, Glenn Pavone uh, was uh, was a friend and um, was uh, just the most amazing person and musician and um, uh, I don't know. That's that's my answer. That's uh, Leah. Um. Oh dear. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, maybe. Maybe going back to Lucius or um, oh, I don't know, <laughs> Dua Lipa, that could be fun. <laughs> I'll stand with those. I'll stand with those too. I'm sure. I'm sure after this is over, some more will pop into my head. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Aubrey? Who would you want to go up on stage with and perform? All right. So um, there's already a lose in my head about this. It's been there for a while, and it's probably not what you'd expect from me, especially since, like, I just sing rhythm and blues, like, pop stuff. But I would probably – just thinking about it makes me smile so hard um, – uh, I would probably want to sing on stage with uh, Jack White because um, he's just so electric on stage. I have seen him live and uh, I just love all his, his music and he does um, every single genre. I just think he is so cool. I um, I like, I just want to be that, that person he brings up on stage one day and I just, would absolutely adore that. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, this is this question um, is based on. Um, I used to teach social studies, and I don't anymore, which I'm really happy. Um, but I was flipping through the book, and there was a picture in in the social studies book that looked exactly like my college roommate, and. <laughs> Like, exactly like him. Like, I took a picture of it with my cell phone and sent it to him. <laughs> um, 
But if I was flipping through a social studies book and I found each one of you in there, why would you be in that book? <laughs> See, now we're back to the PA Rock Show stuff. <laughs> and, and I'll give you a moment to think about it. Um, while, while they were thinking, um, don't forget to go to sos2020pgh.org slash concerts where you can pick up your $10 subscription for season one, season two, and the music videos on demand. Um, $10 for eight concerts, live streaming concerts, four of them live, four of them Memorex, for those of you that remember those commercials. Um, and then there's like know, over 50, I think closer to 70 um, videos from local bands that are available for you to watch on demand. And that's about all the time I can kill. Anybody want to volunteer for this one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of interesting answers to this one. Um, Aubrey. <laughs> okay. Uh, go down in history. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And it wow. could be anything. It doesn't even have to be music. Okay. Oh, that's hard because music is literally the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> like that is my only personality trait is that that I can I I can sort of sing. Oh my. Um, I I guess I'd if I go out down in history for something. I guess it would be like only being good at one thing. I don't know. I I'm, I'm kidding. Sort of. Hmm. Huh. I uh, I guess um for like okay so this is sort of like okay see it's the future and human beings can have long hours for things that they do I would um going down in history for um having the most amount of logged hours of singing. <laughs> I don't know. That's nerdy. I hate it. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> a better answer than I had. <laughs> it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Um, now I'm afraid because everyone reacted like that, and I had to pick somebody. Um, I feel like I'm in a classroom. Eyes got averted. Hands didn't go up. <laughs> um, Mark, do you have an answer? I, uh, I, I would be happy to go down in history as the father of somebody amazing. <laughs> and that's, and, I think that might uh -oh. be the perfect answer. <laughs> in, in this context, I, I, I think so, and it could be any one, any one of my children. Well, it won't be me after you hear how I go down. <laughs> oh well, then let's go there now. Good, Leah. <laughs> I, the only thing that pops into my head is, um, I, you know, I said I lived in the north side and I ride a, a bucket bike around. It's a, a blue, a blue bike with a big bucket. And at one time I could carry all four of my kids, but they're growing and getting heavier. So now that they're riding their own bikes, there's, there's room in there. And I feel like maybe I could be like the, the lady who rides her bucket bike around and picks up trash on the street, cleans the street. 
That's admirable. And I would be the father of that person. <laughs> yes. Hey, Bradley. <laughs> why, why are you in the history books? I can't top that. Um, <laughs> I, I would either be there because I'm either the only, uh, only Irishman alive that doesn't know an Irish tune or I'm the <laughs> oldest person ever signed to a record label in history. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> All right, let's see how I can stump you next. <laughs> oh I think I might need to change the name of this show. Um, <laughs> um, actually, let's go this route. The What can the people that are watching us right now expect to hear and see from you tomorrow? Harvey, you want to start? You react like sure. I can tell when you don't want to answer and I can tell when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep adjusting this. Um, okay. Uh, you can expect to hear a brand new unreleased song um, freshly written um, called uh, Smoke and Mirrors. Um, I'm really super excited to perform that and um, it's got some uh, poppy sort of funk vibes to it. Um, so yeah, that, and also, um, I'll just, just be literal, uh, with this one, um, a mashup of Tennessee whiskey and I'd rather go blind. Um, <laughs> how about you, Bradley? What are they going to see and hear from you tomorrow? Um, I think, um, since I'm going to be solo, I think I'm going to play uh, a couple of, uh, a couple pieces from my first album and then I, I i think if i can get a third song in i'll probably uh, i'll probably perform a, uh, a coffee house version of uh, my name is neville which is a, a song about a vietnam vet mark well you'll you'll hear me accompanying my daughter so maybe maybe you're better uh, asking her. Asking her, <laughs> yes. Bye, Leah. <laughs> I, he, I think you make me sound much better. So maybe you should <laughs> tell them what we do. <laughs> I we're going to do um, three songs. I hope uh, um, three songs that I wrote that um, are sort of my contributions to um, our band Brewer Grow and. I think, you know, for for us, unless we're in the living room, um, it's it's rare um, to hear us stripped down so far to just me and Dad. It'll be like uh, the talent show when you were in in, in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'll be something like that. Maybe a little better. Maybe, Maybe a little better. A little. <laughs> um, I'm I'm excited because it's it's been a while since we've gotten to do something like this as a band. Uh, um, I'm excited because um, it's been a long while since I've I've gotten to kind of slow these songs down to just piano, guitar, and vocal. So it'd be nice. Now, this one is a little more indiv individualized. Aubrey, were you, you were on a um, 
a reality show, I mean, right? Yes. I was on American Idol in 2018. I made it to the uh, top 70 of uh, 300,000 applicants that year. Um, so I made it to the very end of Hollywood week and it still feels like a fever dream. Still feels like it didn't happen, but, uh, wow, it did. <laughs> yes. It was awesome. Um, and another local, um, Mia Sonati that was on, um, the voice, um, I could actually probably throw a rock from where I'm sitting and, and hit her family's houses. <laughs> Um, yes. But um, anybody else have a cool story like that? Any anything that? No. <laughs> um, they're all out. Did we tell you about my high school talent show? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool to me. <laughs> what did we play, Dad? What did we play? Uh, we played um, every little thing, um, right? Every little thing yeah. she does is magic. Yeah. Yeah. Police song. That's that's impressive. I can't remember what I did yesterday. (laughs) Power take. So this season, only week four, am I familiar with the people, really familiar with the people that that are being showcased. So when I was doing research, um, for the website and for here, I was coming across people and I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, I had no, like my website build the scene is about supporting the Pittsburgh music scene. But when I delved into these other genres that I don't usually deal with, I was even more impressed with the area. And, and I, I feel like, um, Pittsburgh as a whole doesn't get the, um, the eyes and the ears that it should. And I just want to, from me to you, tell you that you guys are doing a great job and to keep it up. Thank you. So, Thank you. Thank you. Um, now I'm going to throw another hard question at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could sit on that bench that everyone talks about, that they go and sit and talk to somebody for an hour, and I'm going to kind of put a caveat on it. Two of them, actually. You are only allowed to pick a musician. And you're only allowed to ask one question. Who would you want to sit with? And what one question would you ask them? And it could be anyone in the history of the world that was a musician. Except for the devil. We eliminated him already. <laughs> I'm gone. And I'll give you some time to think again and do another SOS2020PGH.org slash concerts to get the tickets. Um, They are $10. They will enable you to watch season one and season two, which starts tomorrow at 7 p.m. You can go to the same address to um, get the links to watch the live streams. Um, It also gets you music videos on demand. And uh, season one is also on demand. Um, and real quick, I'll mention sponsors. I think I have them all on the screen. Um, Leah, Aubrey, Mark, and Bradley can't see them. But those of you that are on Facebook can. Uh, we have the Next Door Cafe, Shady Lady Studio, 
um, the Grassroots Homegrown Rock Show. Second Scene, 10 Band Productions, um, Flying Scooter, Alexis Art and Design, In Stuff Music, The Vault, uh, Ryan McCutcheon, Rhythm 19 Fund, Build the Scene, Endeavor After, and I hope I didn't miss anybody. Hey, did I buy you enough time? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, I feel like I'm picking on you guys. <laughs> Uh, Mark, do you want to go first on this one? Who would you sit with, uh, and what would you ask? I have I have a person. I don't have a question though yet. I d <laughs> I don't know what I would ask, but I but right away, uh, John Lennon would be my person. Uh, and I can't. <laughs> I keep it's everything hard. I think of. It it comes across like like uh, like Chris Farley when he interviewed. Uh, Paul McCartney, you know, I can't think of anything intelligent to ask. I would just like to know something. I mean, you guys have been talking to me for about an hour now. I really haven't asked anything intelligent. <laughs> I would say, remember when you were in Ed Sullivan? <laughs> That was cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that that actually is a huge point in, in music history for, for the U.S., <laughs> and it was a British band. <laughs> I have uh, the, the, the guitar that I play uh, with, with Brewer's Row is a, is a Gretsch 6122, and I bought it because that night when I saw them in – February of 1964, maybe. George Harrison had a country gentleman, and I said, I want a guitar like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, See, it influenced you. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, it did. I just don't know what question to ask. <laughs> um, how about, let's go with Bradley. Uh, if I could sit on a bench with one person, uh, it it would probably I'd want to spend that time with uh, with Johnny Cash, and I'd uh, I'd ask him, um, how do you write when there's nothing there? That's what I'd ask him. I wish I could answer that. <laughs> Um, Leah. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I agree that the question to ask is just the hard part. I don't know. I, I, I feel like maybe I'd want to sit with David Bowie and talk about labyrinth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'd ask. Um, you know, what everything boils down to, I guess, you know, cause with him, I think there's a lot of show. He was so talented. There's a lot of show, but what what does it all? What's underneath it all? Maybe Aubrey. All right. Um. Okay. Oh my god, I'm, I'm blanking. Okay, no, no, I'm back. Um. So I would probably. 
Um, I would choose Billie Eilish. And um, the reason being is, um, well, I had no clue that she was as young as she was whenever she got famous. Um, and that's definitely a very obscure topic to me is like fame. And um, I think I would ask her um, basically um, if you had the option, would you take all the fame away and just um, really relish in the love of music again? Or would you keep it all? Um, and does it not bother you? I don't know. That was not very well structured. But um, that's that's what I would ask her. <laughs> um. So I'm going to tell you guys a quick story that kind of goes along these lines. Um, late nineties, I went to a book signing for Gene Simmons and, um, I had this plan on what I was going to talk to him about, which is similar to the question I asked you. And what really happened was he saw my digital camera and made me tell him how it worked. That's cool. So, yeah, it, it was nothing like I expected. You know, you hear things about him, and I had a regular conversation with him that day, and not what I was expecting. <laughs> All right, so better. Um, I'm going to ask you guys two more questions. I'm going to tell you the last one ahead of time so you can think a little bit. Um, the last one is probably going to be the hardest one. I'm not sure My Alexa just went off. <laughs> It, it tried to answer the question. <laughs> we all have a feeling. Um, it is. I'm going to ask you to just take a moment and um, talk to any venue owners that might be listening and let them know um, anything that you want them to know about the current situation. So that one's going to take a little bit of thought. So I'll give you a little bit of time on that. Um and I'll take it easy on you on the other question so you can think about that one. Um, how can the um, viewers and listeners um, find you guys online? Where Where is the best place for them to look? So, um, Leah, how about I'll let you answer for Brewers Row. Sure. Um, we have a website, brewersrow.com. It's back up. Uh, back up. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> to you. Um, and Facebook is is a fine way too. Did I? Is that about it? Did I cover it? That's about it. I think Bradley's is BradleyScottMalone dot com, if I remember. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his name is right there on the screen, so you can't mess that one up. Um, where else could they find you? Um, they can find my music, uh, on, uh, Pandora, Spotify, um, uh, Apple music. Um, you can also find me on, uh, the vault records website, um, as well as uh, reverb nation. And Aubrey. All right. Uh, well, you can find me on TikTok. Uh, that handle is Aubrey Burchell. So that's pretty easy. Just no space in between. You can find me on Instagram uh, as Obzings. That's A-U-B-Z-S-I-N-D-Z. Please don't judge me. I made that username when I was 15 years old. Um, I am on Facebook as my name as well. 
Um, and you can stream my music on all streaming platforms, um, including all that was named by Bradley. Um, so, yeah, that's where to find me. Okay, so on to that really hard question at the end. Um, what would you like to tell the venue owners? Um, is that facial expression again, Aubrey? <laughs> I can't help it, okay? <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Um, Bradley, you want to start that one? I know I've called on you first a couple times. <laughs> I, w- um, I would tell them uh, 2021 is going to end a lot different than 2020 did. Um, There's a lot of pent-up demand uh, for live music. Um, and as soon as I think this vaccine uh, is going to be pretty widely distributed here come mid- maybe mid-May, the uh, vast majority of people are going to be, you know, by midsummer are going to be vaccinated. And I think there's going to be an enormous demand uh, for live music. So um, I think people are going to be in a very generous mood uh, when they come out and uh, appreciative of the venues that have, have stuck it out. And uh, we're certainly grateful for them. How about you, Mark? Uh, I was hoping you would call me before mm-hmm. Leah because so I could say it first. <laughs> I, would, I would tell uh, Ronnie Esser, a.k.a. Uncle Moondog, that everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. He, he, they did a tremendous um, fundraiser for him. Um, I, I watched most of day one and part of the other two days. And, it, you know, I, I could – you could see what what was coming in on um, GoFundMe, and I'm sure there was more that came in too. I was I was excited to see Pittsburgh stand up and 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 uh, take on that challenge. He so. he deserves it. Um. Well, let's let's go with Leah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I can add on to that by saying that I I'm. Uh, so appreciative that and so impressed with the way with the creativity um, of these venues and the way they've hung in there. Um, I'm willing to help in any way I can. I'm really eager to see them back up and running um, and people enjoying them the way that they did. Um, they are uh, friends and neighbors and uncles and um uh i i'm i'm here and ready to support and i'm so glad that uh that a a good many of them are hanging in there and that people are pulling together to to help and how about you aubrey all right um Definitely branching off of what Bradley said. Bradley said, um, there's definitely going to be um, a, a very, very big um, influx of, of people coming um, back to um, just for for the sake of craving entertainment as well um, to really replenish what has been lost during this pandemic, um, and that in the end everything is. Is going to be all right, and I know that there are so many families 
um, not even just at local venues, um, like like the lamp in my hometown. Um, there are so many families uh, and people that have been affected by this, um, but uh, service workers at, at um, bars and wineries that I, I have um, had staying for have, have been greatly affected and, you know, bills need paid. Um, I admire their strength. Um, and I want to thank all the venues uh, that I have been blessed to perform at over the years. Um, I want to thank them for investing in us musicians and um, supporting us. And we are so excited um, to be back to uh, support them as best we can. Thank you to everyone. So I was trying. I know there's a way to share my screen. I wanted to share all the names of the performers for tomorrow. Um, I'm going to attempt to do this. Just bear with me for a moment. I think the video just went wonky. <laughs> so if you're watching the video, just, just hang out for a moment. And now you're going to see part of the website appear. <laughs> second here oh nope that is what i wanted let me go back <laughs> all right so tomorrow is obviously leah mark um <clears throat> bradley and aubrey but also scott blazy bill toms danny um oh I, kn I know his name and i'm gonna mess it up mm, i don't want to mess up his name i interviewed him danny Mm, he plays in the House Rockers. <laughs> there, I'm not going to say his last name. Danny from the House Rockers. There you go. <laughs> um, Brian Genovese. Wow, I'm just having one of those days. Um, Brian Geno. Anybody know how to say his last name? VC? Genovese. Genovese, thank you. And uh, Utah, who we mentioned earlier from Noble Hops. I really butchered that. I apologize to all of you. I tried. <laughs> Being someone with a hard last name. My last name is Damiano, by the way. Um, I, I have a meme that I keep handy all the time that says, my last name has been mispronounced so many times, I'm not even sure if I'm saying it correctly. <laughs> so I get it, and I apologize. <laughs> um, so good luck to all of you tomorrow. I will be watching from my living room. Um, and for those of you that are tuned in and still haven't made your ticket purchase, go to SOS2020PGH.org slash concerts. $10 to get you this season, which starts tomorrow night at 7 p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And um, it'll be the next, it'll be tomorrow and the three Thursdays after that. Um, we have singer-songwriter. Night, you have a jazz night, a blues night, and then we end things with metal night. Um, and last season, we had bands that were involved um, in the making of the song, so we just kind of expanded upon it. And like I said, we brought in some genres that um, I wasn't familiar with, so I'm so, so happy to do the research and, and learn more about it. Um, with that being said, everybody, make sure 
that you don't miss it. It is 6 p.m. tomorrow, 6 p.m. next Thursday, 6 p.m. the following Thursday, and 6 p.m. April 29th. Uh, my name is Bill. This has been um, SOS PJH Season 2, Week 1. Um, for more information, once again, SOS 2020PGH.org. I want to thank all you guys for hanging out with me and dealing with my annoying questions. <laughs> <laughs> and uh for those of you that are tuning in tomorrow i will be in the chat room say hi <laughs> thank you and thank you thank you welcome. bill thanks very much you're welcome hang out for just a moment everybody else i will see you next wednesday at 7 p.m with artists that will be for performing the following day <laughs>